the, the question I have is, did that add any mental reassurance at all? Did that help no, knowing you had that? Not really. Well, I wasn't particularly worried about our safety on the things we chose to do. And all I could think was, God, I hope we don't have to use that because that would be really embarrassing and awkward yeah, and horrible. It, it normally hits the news. Yeah, we'll be on the news. Yeah. And as I think we've said before in this podcast, rule number one, don't end up on the news. Mm, yeah. For any reason, good or bad, nothing good comes of it. Yeah, that's fair. Now that, don't get involved in that media R- circus. Rule number two, safety first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Exactly. That's where it lives. Until, exactly. Until it's on the internet. Uh, well, so. yeah. Yeah. Which means we should... I mean, but yeah, it'll probably end up on the internet being terrible as well, though. Well, that's fine. I think our mums will still listen to it. My, and, my um, mum won't. I can promise you now. <laughs> I've tried to get her to listen to podcasts I've done, uh, and she doesn't. So, um, Libby, my, my girlfriend, uh, very politely listened to the first half of an episode, and then sort of did the, that's Good nice, on. dear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, it's not for people I know. No, you know. Uh, very glad you've got a project. It's nice you're talking to other people. Yeah, it's good yeah. to see some of your friends. Actually, see them in physical. It's good to have a hobby, isn't existence it? in real person. I'm glad you've invited friends around who are mm. real. There's um, only one person I know who I want to listen to this podcast. Yeah, and that is someone who knows absolutely everything about. Uh, Climbing and climbing equipment and different ah, kinds of gear, yeah. and um, is very very big on safety and mm, mm. power to them. But I just yeah. know a lot lots of things we say would really irritate them <laughs> because yeah. there's things they'd be wanting to say and interject. Yeah. And look, if you're out there, you want to interject, come on the pod, man. Yeah, come jump on the pod. On there's room. We're going to start calling it the pod, by the way. That's something some people do. Right, abbreviate. Come on the pod. I'm just going to have to write that down. Bear with me. The, the you, well, you, you don't pod? have to write down pod, just cross the, out cast. The... So save your pencil, Nathan. Okay. Save the sharpener for no, today. It's in now. So. Cool. Glad to be here on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned equipment. I have, I have a quick equipment story. Oh, great. Uh, so I went indoor rock climbing the other day. Of course you bloody did. Just, you know, it's what we do. It's what mm-hmm. we do. It's, what, it's the kind of people we bloody are, it's Nathan. adventure. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, as you and you and you would remember, uh, I broke my harness recently. It's done its time. It I didn't did remember tenure. that. Yeah, well, you should because upon it oh, breaking, the, you you suddenly dropped the about belt three meters uh, down a cliff. Uh, very in a controlled descent it was style. <laughs> no one was getting. Hurt. This is a blundering story we hadn't yeah. even thought of to tell. <laughs> See, this tells you something, Nathan. We yeah. make so many mistakes. Yeah. That are life-threatening. Yeah. I forget yeah. about some of them. Even though we do a podcast about, about those mistakes, yeah. I still didn't remember it. And that was a pretty dumb one. This one's actually. a bit embarrassing. I mean, I didn't even, should we even talk about it? I've kicked myself for this one. I should have known better. We, yeah. And I shouldn't have done it. And we are, we are lucky, more so me, we, that you actually didn't get hurt. Yeah, how much... We have to, we have we to, have say to tell it now. So Set the scene. We were outdoor rock climbing. <laughs> yeah. The cooler kind, burn notice indoor rock climbers, and 
the problem with you and I doing that yep. is there's, you know, that's not yeah. mince words. There's a weight difference. <laughs> you know, there is. Yep. There's, you know, we're not, um, we're not carbon copies of each other, Nathan. No. You know, we're not just... We're not just something cut, cut and pasted by the man. We're individuals. And just to be clear, we're not talking, um, not that there's a problem with no. being quite large, but no. it's all muscle is what we're saying. Yeah, it's mostly, mu- well, it's, it's, it's mostly muscle. I think this difference was maybe slightly accentuated because it was just, it was quite close to Christmas time. Yep, so that's fair. That's always, you know, that's always, always going to be a dangerous time for me, Nathan. We both mm. know that. Yeah. Um, uh, so the problem... But the second part of the problem is I'm often leading. Yes, so Sam so, is absolutely the more experienced lead climber here. Which is which... still by a slim margin. <laughs> I would not say I am experienced, but slightly more. Mm. So you're As in, you, you bought butterfly clips. I think that's the main... What did I buy? Did the clips you used to... Oh, quick draws. Quick draws. Okay. Are they so... called butterfly clips? Oh look, I think so, but we'll probably get listener mail. Correct. Hey guys, write in. You bought the 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 one bit of equipment needed. Please to do write that. in if anyone other than us have ever called them butterfly clips. Where did that come from? Uh, because they they look if you lay them out they look symmetrical with fanned shape. I guess so. Yeah. That's a that's a but the that's a weird butterfly oh, body it, in the middle. It's a though. stretch. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. an unhealthy butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I could it's be wrong on this, but, okay. just, but you know. Let's, I d- so yes, I had bought some of the equipment yeah. needed to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so you're belaying me. Yeah, I'm the bottom. You're and, climbing but, up. But then, and so our concern is if I take a fall, um, you're probably going to leave the ground. Yeah, which has happened and, before a and few it's times. Not that much of a big deal. But if I'm quite far above the gear, yeah. then it's it's not ideal. No. So, but then we had a really smart idea <laughs> because there's a there's a near where we're climbing. There's a steel bar like a railing, handrail, um, yeah. which if we're top roping someone, you can sort of go back and sit on, and, and it's yeah. sort of quite nice. Problem is, it's it's about ten meters away from the yeah, base of the cliff. We like should if, have noticed so that was a problem. We're creating a triangle. So yeah, um, Sam is climbing direct, vertically we up the rock. We shouldn't hitched at the top. And then instead people. of me being directly below him, we've broken rule 101. And so I've come out probably 30 degree angle. Yeah, but to sit near this hand with the goal of you being tethered to the railing. Yeah. So that you wouldn't follow me up the cliff. Yeah. Because we didn't have a weight bag or a rock bag or anything no. to attach you to. So we thought, oh, we'll attach you to this railing. And just to be clear, um, the railing is very structurally adequate. So that very was a check... I did that arithmetic in my head. Well, you're an engineer, um, Nathan. Yep. You know a sturdy railing am, when you see one. I'm an engineer, unrelated to this kind of engineering, but yet... But um, I feel like... You know, I, I feel did... Any, any engineer knows their way around a railing. That's right. That's hard to say. Yep. Yeah. So... <laughs> yep. Did, but, the ma- did the arithmetic. And out. the way we tethered you was mostly okay, except... Um, well, well... It was mostly okay, except it was through a non-weight-bearing yeah. part of the harness. What, see, what happened is I made an assumption. <laughs> Not around the railing, mm. and but around And you know what they say, harness. assuming makes an ass out of Hume. Mm. And it could have That's made a paraplegic say. out of Hume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. 
so for the first time, and actually we've we've done a fair bit of climbing. It sounded like we're being cavalier, but this was an attempt to be safer on the day, yeah, wasn't it? This was an attempt to manage risk. You, at the at the same time, you know, we've done a lot of climbing together, and we belayed each other a lot. Yeah, uh, you've never actually taken a fall on me before. This is the first time I've seen you actually fall and drop. Yeah. Uh, usually, you know, there's a. Oh, I'm probably going to let go. Mm. No worries, we're all prepared. Mm. This was an actual dynamic drop where you didn't just put your weight onto the rope. You actually. I was fell. like, I think I'm going to be fine doing this. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm not. And there was a yeah. there was a extra load on the the rope. So, and so what then happened was the belt loops. When given my entire weight, yeah. you'll be surprised to hear, listeners, your didn't hold it. Weight. My, my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, frankly, ballooning weight um, was was a bit too much, and so I felt myself. So I felt, um, I felt my weight get taken, but then I noticed <laughs> I continued to descend quite rapidly. Yeah. But I knew I didn't panic because I knew I'm not in free fall. Yeah. So I was like, something's going on down there. I'm not <laughs> sure what it is. Yeah. Um, and then I just noticed we were standing next to each other. <laughs> yeah. And Turns yeah. out actually we're quite the mathematicians. And that was because you <laughs> walking very quickly towards the cliff again, <laughs> in a controlled in a controlled walk. Yes. To give myself some credit, in case you don't, uh, basically what had happened on my end is you fell. Um, I jerked upwards towards the sky, <laughs> which is where, you know, the belt uh, that had attached mm-hmm. to the handrail then took the load and immediately snapped, mm-hmm. to which I flung forward. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point you started to put two and two together and you realised um, what we'd done. At which point, this was where I, I sort of went, right, um, something is amiss. Yeah. <laughs> as what, as what, you zoomed towards the rock face, you what's thought... What's all this? What... <laughs> What what the bally hell is going on? Uh, um, to my credit, uh, I didn't freak out. I, like no. I actually didn't panic, which was mm-hmm. I expect I would have in that. So I, I just tried to control my walking towards that rock. Um, I had locked you off behind my back. Like nothing let go at any point. Mm. Um, so the, the, so the, the, the speed moving. you were going was just the the worst case scenario, which probably would have been okay actually had you come down. Yeah. Oh um, well, no, it was fine. I, the risk, risk, I wasn't falling. I was stepping down the cl- down the cliff yeah. as I went, but it was very very quickly. The risk would have been had you been a bit lower when you took that fall. Um, I would have been under you when you came down a bit more. Yeah. Um, and the actual risk would have been I, I face planted the, <laughs> the base of the cliff. Mm. But you know the real damage that we did that day, Sam, was our girlfriends have both completely like lost the complete trust they had in us because I immediately well, looked left to our girlfriends who were in a similar climbing scenario but mm-hmm. using but, the correct blame. But having none of the issues we were having. Uh, there were two but, white faces staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? But we'd managed the situation. Yeah. Like that, the entire event between you and I was silent. Yeah. You know, until we ended up next to each other and it was kind of, you okay? Yep, you okay? Yep, all right, yep. coming down. Carry on. <laughs> Time for a burger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I might be, I'm not sure how much trust they placed in us prior to that moment, <laughs> but it's, it's probably been obliterated now, yeah. as, as it should be, you know. When, you know, we're not, we're not trying to pretend to be anything we're not. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> um, yeah. We're blondineers, man. 
So that broke my harness, as in it it it, it, well, it broke your belt loops. It did. The but... structural integrity of the important bits of the harness, i.e., the weight bearing parts, yeah. are presumably still okay. That, uh, I would presume so. Uh, what I don't want to do is take the risk because you know plastic bit ripped out from within like the back of that harness. I just don't want more the mental str- of next time I'm hanging off a cliff going. Well, I'm pretty sure the harness <laughs> is okay. You know, yeah. I I think. It'll hold up mm. uh, if I... If Listeners, I if you know, if you rip all the belt loops out of a harness, it's still good. Uh, Let us know. And look, it, it was coming up to ten, its 10-year ten life, and I do know for all your soft mm-hmm. stuff, you know, it needs to be replaced. Is it 10 years? It's either 5 or 10. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a big uh, margin of error. <laughs> actually, I think it... And you've gone with 10. 10 for hards, 5 for softs, actually. I think. Okay. So, it's, so, it's you're, so you're meant to replace it after 5 years, and yeah. you've had it for 10. And so yeah. to be on the safe side, you've decided yeah. to replace Caveat it. Caveat is there. You do check your gear, and it's certainly showing zero sign of wear and tear, except yeah. for the tear of the belt <laughs> harness now being ripped out of it. I need to look at all that stuff. Yeah, like checking your gear stuff. I need to find out more details about that as well because yeah. I look at my like I look at my harness and it's basically me going. Well, looks actually, right. uh, for us, I think looks the biggest right. risk is we need to start checking our ropes a bit more often because yeah. they're all they've all been new, which but means I, easy, yeah. it's easy. Now. I go along it and I look for yeah problems, okay. but I mean, what can what can you do? Yeah, I'm just one man. <laughs> what do you Nathan. do? You've just got to use it. I don't have yeah. Yeah, put your weight on it, then you know. Yeah. So I went indoor rock climbing sure. this weekend past. Um, Bloody hot day to do it here in Brisbane. Yeah, I don't um, feel like doing it for like another two months at the yeah. moment, to be honest. I just want to stay indoors. I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to work out at my local air-conditioned gym. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, Sitting in front of an enormous fan and an air, and air conditioner. conditioner. Do with it. All the, with all the other sort of spandex millennials that go there. On a sudden note, have you noticed how many like new gyms have opened last couple of months no I haven't as There's far as I'm aware gyms are everywhere that's in the case significant opening anyway wow. side note well so now's the time of year to open your gym yeah do it do New Year's Day opening if you've got any sense <laughs> you know what I mean yeah so I went to indoor rock climbing and yeah, bought did. myself a new harness I'm not going to say where or what brand because no? I immediately put it on and as I was tightening the straps... You bought it at rock climbing? I bought it at the rock climbing oh, place. Oh, okay. All these places sell gear. Yeah, which yeah. Which I'd actually rather buy them from the, the local climbing centre because mm-hmm. that, in my view, ties back to you know, a, a, a group who are uh, supporting the sport, I think, yeah, rather sure. than supporting the local big, community. one of these corporates, Sam. Yeah. Well, the, way, the other way around that is obviously K2. Oh, well, K2's, yeah. Anyone out there is Brisbane-based and they have another shop in Australia, K2 is a bloody marvellous shop. They do great work in K2 there. K2 is my usual go-to for anything other than mm. that. Yeah, and they're nice because they're not some massive chain. Yeah. And they can set, and they have a little, like, mini climbing wall upstairs and they can set yeah. your harness up and you can see how it feels. And I've walked into K2 twice now. There's a free ad. Why don't you guys sponsor us, K2? We should email them. We should email them. I'm going to email them. Uh, we have... We have dozens of listeners. Yeah. Here's, here's a recording of a podcast I've already put out where we excoriate you for not sponsoring <laughs> us. But we're also very complimentary. Yeah, so yeah. Twice now I've walked into K2 with a particular brand and a piece of equipment in mind. And I've walked out with something completely different. Because their salespeople <laughs> have been so good at yeah. like convincing me there's a better item. And they have been better items, actually. Yeah, and their sales pitch is always... This is what I've used for 10 years, yeah. and my father before me, and my grandfather used it in the yeah. mines. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. sounds Maybe legit. Not. This one here really held up when I was doing Everest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is what they used to rescue those Chilean yeah. miners. 
Yeah. I walk in and it's like they immediately go, hey man, how are you going? Did you happen to rip the belt loops out of your upselling harness because you incorrectly attached yourself to a handrail while belaying a friend? Because not to be mean, but you look like the type. <laughs> so you bought a new Walking harness. Home, strapped that baby on, yep. getting all fitted up, literally out of the bag, put it on, strap snapped. The, the belt loop... The 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 leg strap the leg strap from the brand new harness no out bloody of the way bag snapped as in the the stitching had not been properly done. I think you should lay the brand out there, man. This is no, I don't want to don't want to go down that path. You don't you but don't wanna, you don't want to you don't want to put off a potential sponsor. That's right. I'll I'll get them to sponsor us. I don't care how shoddy their equipment is. Yeah. I just want money, Nathan. I just want now. In fairness, if you think it through, the the, the piece would have only been part of you know the number of weight bearing points so no one's dying over this but someone's closer as to far dying. as i'm concerned anything that's not correct on my harness you're gonna look askance at all the other yeah <laughs> bits of sewing on the harness that yeah. they've done aren't they yeah so uh, when did it did you that back immediately the guy was like oh yeah that's a problem when did it, <laughs> <Swapped> <laughs> yeah. it, well, he, it on the spot. he's an expert nathan yeah. he knows what he's bloody talking <laughs> yeah. about yeah. When did it snap? When you're putting I it on? What I, 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 yeah, I was tra- tightening it up around myself. It couldn't even withstand <laughs> no, being put on. Uh, yes. Like, I wasn't even weight-bearing this thing. I That's was just really it. bad. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? So, you know, actually, talking about checking equipment, this just hammers in, check your equipment, <laughs> even if it's new. Yeah. Because that was just a stitching fault. Yeah. You can... You could have sued them. Well, they put you. You just what you should have done. Done <laughs> yeah. that. Kept yeah. it to yourself. Yeah. Gotten up on the wall, and then been like, "Oh no!" and come back down. Oh no! Quickly, slowly, let me down. Yeah, and then and then sort of lie on the ground like a soccer player. Yeah, and call for medical assistance, <laughs> and then be like, "Oh, the leg snapped." Yeah. And then you'd be a millionaire, Nathan. You wouldn't need to be doing this shit. See the guy on the news last week who, uh, CCTV footage, uh, he was getting a soft drink, did the cheeky, filled it up with ice, looked around, no one in there, threw the ice on the floor, walked up, <laughs> slipped very carefully, uh, tried to sue, CCTV cameras got them, he's now been charged with fraud. <laughs> I, I feel like but if, if you This was a genuine fault, so there's no ice involved. Yeah. If you're one of the fake fall-over people to sue a company, CCTV camera's the first thing you're looking for. Ah, oh, yeah. Look up. Look up. I feel like if, if you just Google, you know, the e-how of fake fall-over sue organisation, yeah. step number one is look for CCTV. if you don't think they've got a CCTV camera on the free refill station for the soft drink, you're kidding yourself. Yeah, you're dreaming. That's funny. So okay. that's my harness story. That's real intense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about my harness. I've had for a few years now. It's probably fine. Yeah. What's the test? Well, I think you, you've done it. It's not frayed. No, it's a visual inspection. You're looking yeah. for wear and tear. Um, cool. With ropes, you, you, you're also feeling for whether there's any, like... Kinks and kinks stuff, isn't and, it? And yeah. Something going on underneath the surface that you can mm. tell. Okay. But that's not fun to listen to. Mm, well, so well, no, well, let's not talk about steady it. Steady on, there you go. Listen, you've just copped a bit of knowledge. Mm. Straight out. You, didn't, you weren't expecting to get that from this yeah. podcast, were you? All right. So uh, I think it's fair to say, of the two of us, uh, one of us has had a significant adventure. 
And the other has had minor adventures. So I think we start with the significant adventure. All right. Uh, I'll, look, I'll yep. be honest. I've been hanging to hear this. Guilty. I haven't asked about it. So yeah, I haven't really told you. about it properly. Yeah, so to, to kick the year off, Emma and I have a thing where we like to start the year. You want to start the year well. Yeah. You know? And for us, starting the year well means trying something new or uh, doing basically doing something adventurous. Yeah. Some sort of trip. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, we went to Tasmania and did some hiking and stuff down there. Yep. And last year, we uh, didn't do anything because nobody's perfect, right? People have rules, but they don't always live up to them, okay? It was a busy time of year, sure. and we just didn't do anything, okay? Yeah, man, no, so, I get it. Get it. So just back it's off, okay. frankly. It's fine. Back off about the 2018. We, we talked about the gyms. It's we fine. got lots done later in the no year, problem. so it's all good. So it's fine. And then the start space. of this year, we did two week, did a two week trip, road trip. We did a few days in the Blue Mountains, trying to do some climbing, and then we did a few days in Kosciuszko National Park. All right. And then we drove back. Nice. Nutshell. So yeah, cool story. Thanks for asking about it. What have you been cool. up to? Yeah, thanks for dialing in. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Um, it was an interesting trip what we didn't anticipate because we were going we were going to the Blue Mountains which every time I've been there yeah. cold yeah the Blue Mountains do come across as cold they do come across um, that way and even the name sort of hints as it being yeah blue blue the, the, the Cyanotic Mountains yeah. it's, sort of, it's cool um, and Kosciuszko National Park Alpine region yeah you know Last time I was there, covered in snow. Mm. Uh, but it was basically the hottest weather on record <laughs> for Australia. I don't know if uh, I don't know if we have any listeners. Sorry, I don't know if we, <laughs> I don't know if we have any listeners in Australia. I think we know the answer to that, Sam. Yeah, but um, if you were here, you you, you probably remember that time because you died because yeah. it was how hot. I don't know if it was this year, but. At least recently in Australia, did you know this? They the weather people, like in their weather reports, had to introduce a new colour oh, for the no. heat. Wow! Because they, you know, it's sort of like yeah. yellow, orange, red. Yeah. And then they're like, it's gotten hotter. See, this is their own fault because they didn't start at the lowest colour. They started at yellow. Well, I think they ha- I think they have white below yellow. And then is it blues when it's cold? I don't know. Uh, well, that's my point. You know, you, you, anyway. I'm not some meteorologist. But anyway, if, you, if you're really... If, if people are really panicking, yeah. then it goes to purple. Uh, <laughs> no one's panicking with a purple colour. Well, I think from... No, I, I get it. Purple, purple on its own, cool, soothing. Purple surrounded by red. Oh, I'm stressed. Yeah. That's a stressful colour combination. Mm. So I see where they're coming from. And there was a lot of purple on the weather yeah. <laughs> report during this trip. Right. And see, that was horrible because now it's, it's the kind of hot weather which I would personally not even leave the house in. Well, If I, it's 35 degrees, I'm staying indoors. And now we're on a two-week trip entirely structured around doing outdoor adventures. Yeah. And we have very brief windows in which to do it because we've driven for days to get there. Now, the heat, your comfort is one thing, but actually, like all jokes aside, a real problem there is your bushfire risk. If you're going bushwalking, because that area... I was worried about that. That legit happens. You can get caught in bushfires hiking quite easily. So we did 
the rock climbing wouldn't have been that much of a big deal because we were pretty close to a road the whole time. The day that was worrisome was we did a day of canyoning. We did Tiger Snake Canyon. Mm. I'm going to stop you there, Sam. Okay. All right. Okay. Ti- you did Tiger Snake Canyon. Tiger Snake Canyon. Um, so straight away, I have a couple of concerns. Sure. Uh, really, one concern is tiger, and the second uh-huh. concern is snake. And when you put them together into tiger snake, one of the most venomous That's... snakes in the yeah. place of the planet, you've got a uh... four-legged fanged snake covered in orange stripes. Yeah. I know that's what you're thinking. That's <laughs> obviously that's yeah yeah. So two questions: How many tigers? How many snakes? Yeah, so it's yeah. it got named Tiger Snake Canyon because the people who discovered it apparently got trapped by a tiger snake at some point along the way <laughs> and apparently had to sort of throw things on it, oh, right. like throw clothing on it <laughs> in order to get around it. So uh, did 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 the girlfriend know that this had happened, that the name... She didn't. Background? E- Emma is, is well, well known for her very low opinion of snakes. Right. Um, yeah. And... It's the only criticism she'd have of the Harry Potter franchise. You know, it's the presence, <laughs> ah, it's the frequent yeah. presence of snakes. Um, and I said, "Oh, let's do Tiger Snake Canyon." And she said, "Oh, why is it called Tiger Snake Canyon?" Yep. And I said, "Oh, because it's it, it's all windy, like a tiger snake. So when you look <laughs> at it from above, it's like it's like a snake winding yep. around there. So that's that that's why she bought it. She bought it. She yep. bought it real hard. It. And I just didn't mention it again. And then I just told her the truth <laughs> afterwards. So it was fine. I was just the whole time being like, I hope we don't see a snake, because then my my ruse will come crashing down. Yeah. Uh, but Tiger Snake Canyon, okay. weird one. I guess yeah. we, we can start we what, start there because so what. What makes a canyon weird would be my question. Yeah, I've never experienced a canyon before and thought that was weird. Yeah, right. Um, any other time I've done canyoning, it's been, you know, you're upsetting down waterfalls, down shoots, it's flowing water. Right? Yeah. yeah. And we weren't. See, there were weird different parts of this trip because we were felt unprepared in certain ways. I didn't have a wetsuit. Yeah, okay. Now, I've been in that scenario where you don't have a wetsuit. And you're too cold for to for it to be enjoyable. Is that yeah. what you mean, or was it? Well, not- my my concern because we were looking at doing potentially other canyons. The other one I really want to go back and do, which looks really dramatic, is Clawstraw Canyon. Yep. Which um, <laughs> I'm gonna drag you and Libby back with us to do at some yeah. point. Okay. And the website said wetsuit recommended. Recommended. Well, that's. That's, but that's then I just okay. read more and more, and there's these long swims through the water, and I was just. Because it was, it was a really weird kind of mental struggle parts of this trip because it was really, really hot. Yeah. And so we were sometimes struggling to have a good time. And so there was this weird energy for parts of it. And so it was diff- that made it difficult to evaluate risk in a kind of strange way. When you're struggling to be stoked about something yeah. because you're so sort of knocked over by the weather, then I couldn't... I was reading and reading online. I couldn't figure out how much of a risk this was going to be. So we relocated to Tiger Snake Canyon because it's a dry canyon. There's okay. some little bits of water in it, but wetsuit not required. And I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, let's do it. You've got to dry. You've got to navigate the road out there. We did a. It's a really horrible um, 
unsealed road that really uh, needs a four-wheel drive. But we did about a half an this, hour driving. This is in, in your Hyundai. Not in the Hyundai okay. Gets. It was in Emma's car, the make of which I forget, <laughs> but it's also a two-wheel drive. So it took a long time. Yeah. And you have to look for these little signs and stuff. We get there eventually. We're in the middle of freaking nowhere. It's hot as anything. Um, and it's about a two-hour hike out to the canyon. Okay. Took a long time. <laughs> did it um, take about two hours, <laughs> or did it feel like about four? Because I get that sometimes. It <laughs> Nathan, stop criticizing the storytelling. All right, <laughs> okay, all right. Two hours felt like a long time. Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, and it's weird because it's dry, which just means it has pools of stagnant water through it. Uh, less, which are yeah. which are which is cool water which is nice to stand in but it's weird and kind of muddy yeah and kind of gross and um it doesn't evoke the magnificence of no you know the the, the place you're in you now. don't have the sound of of rushing water and you know like mm. bright like green moss and stuff growing around you yeah um Instead, you have the sound of flies, and oh, sort good. of yeah. So there were lots of flies the whole time, and is and um, it's just kind of weird and dark and creepy, in a way that I haven't experienced canyons to be yeah. before. And do, do you think part of it might have been like it, there were just the two of you as well? Like, does that make it feel more isolated? Not really. Yeah. This was no. this was the day I was. I was thinking about bushfires. I think well, if we see a yeah. fire in the distance, yeah. we are two hours walk from mm. our way out <laughs> of here, so we're, yeah. we're going to be in real trouble. But luckily, it just didn't come up, so it's fine. <laughs> and all and it was Emma's first time rappelling. Ah, well. uh, okay, so there's some new stuff. Well, we've done a little bit of practice before, and <laughs> it was our first sort of rappelling trip. And yeah. all of the rappel, a lot of the rappels were weirdly difficult. Um, so my experience, it, the you know, you're, you're, you're backing up and you're walking down some sort of a cliff face. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's scary because I'm high up. But once you manage yeah. that, you're just kind of going down. So These were all weirdly sort of technical. And even right. the first one, you're going down this narrow slot in the rock, which is kind of cool, yeah. but not really awkward. Very difficult to do in a sort of graceful way. And yeah. You can't really see where to put your, put your feet. So when you're not really used to what you're doing with your hands, yeah. um, it proved to be really sort of difficult to enjoy <laughs> so uh emma jumped straight to the purples is what's happened kind of to using in your rock climbing yeah I, the whole time i kept saying to her like this isn't what it is normal <laughs> this, this is isn't weird when i've told you you know oh let's go and do canyoning this hasn't been exactly what i'm thinking about which you know you also don't want to say too loudly when emma's halfway down the cliff oh wow this this whole thing's very unusual yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is not normal. There's problems here. This is shit. This is... See, that's the... For me, that's the psychological core of what I was struggling with on this day. This was after a a couple of days of rock climbing, which were, you know, fun in their own way as well, but... The thing I'm always acutely aware of, and maybe I'm more aware of it than more normal people, is that there's the pressure to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. You've put a lot of effort into getting to this place. It's cost yeah. money to get there. Money, You've taken yeah. time off work. Mm. If you don't enjoy it, then it's all a big old waste of time. Yeah. And 
you take a bit of a self-esteem knock as well because you think, oh, yeah. I planned a trip that wasn't good. Yeah, well, it's a the, failure of planning and execution. There's a risk of damage there because, like, if it's just you, you go, well, that was a waste of my time. Mm. But if you've convinced others to come with you, now yeah. you're wasting everyone else's time as well, and that yeah. that weighs pretty heavily. And you, there's a fear of that vibe developing on the day as well. Yeah, we're out here and we're not enjoying ourselves. Yeah, and why did we do this? Resting on the bedrock of this isn't the ideal ideal day to do this because it's so fucking hot. Yeah. So that's what I was battling with that whole morning, especially on the walkout. And then when we got in there and it was a little bit weird and not what I was hoping for. Um, yeah, it was a real sort of mental it, struggle. I guess it's a question of like, where, how far do you force something and when do you not? Mm. And, and I guess a part of that would be, for example, if this trip had actually occurred an hour's drive from where we live, Brisbane, well, would you have still done it? The chances are you would have gone, well, actually, the weather's less than ideal. Um, we're going to do it another time. Yeah, I'm not going to do it during but, a historic you know, heat wave. The investment's there. You've spent the money. You've spent the time. This is it. So you've, mm. you, you force it to an extent. Yeah. And that pays off sometimes, but... Yeah. And, you know, spoiler alert, with this, tr- with this day, it did pay off in the end. Yeah. But... It took it took a while to get there. So, the other thing that was going on was I, I'm paranoid about not having enough water. I, I thought can't. you were going to say tiger snakes. Then I'll be honest. No, I don't give a shit. Water's probably more reasonable. I'm not. I can't handle being thirsty. And for some reason, on this day, I didn't take enough water with me. <laughs> for some reason, and it's yeah. such a stupid thing to have thought. I thought well, maybe I'll be able to get some water in the canyon because they say oh you have to paddle and stuff. So oh, so there's some water in there. Oh, that's but, it. But. There was, yeah. I'm, I was, I was, I could be standing, you know, thigh deep in this icy cold yeah. water, and there's nothing I wanted to drink. drink. Yeah. There were a couple of little like, um, uh, like tiny, tiny areas where it was, it was falling like the water was quote unquote yeah. running. Yeah. But then I'd hold my hands <laughs> yeah. out and look at it, and it's it was just full of mud and stuff. I'm like, so there was no, so I was surrounded by water I couldn't drink. Well, did Did you take any purification tablets or? No. Okay. We're going to talk about that another time. No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, because normally I just take a lot of water. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, so that okay. was starting yeah, to get on top of me. And it was weird. We hide, we, you absolutely down this little crack into this little thing. And you go down one more, like three meter thing. And then you just pop out back into bushland. And then you just walk through bushland for a bit longer go over another just big cliff so now we're not in a canyon at all the yeah, whole so it's just the, there's this like a first bit of canyon and then the canyon is gone altogether so and you're just following the creek in quotation right. marks which so is now you're just in the bush now i'm just in the bush again i'm like, oh this is a fun canyoning right, adventure right. okay then you go down into the canyon proper um, and you do end up having this really nice walk along too. the bottom yeah. of like a 30 meter high Slot and there were some cool sunbeams coming through the top, and it was really, really silent, and that was actually really nice. Yeah, right. And a sort of um, quite a powerful place to be. You felt, felt like you had to work really hard to get there, and it was yeah. quite um, enjoyable. And we'd had some good abseils. Okay, well that's a relief. And then the walkout was pretty interesting as well. There's these amazing, they call, they're called pagodas in track notes and stuff. This is kind of rock formation where it looks like a some sort of temple okay the rock 
builds out into this sort of stepped pyramid that you can just walk up to the top of and around and they're okay. incredible yeah right so um that was really cool to be able to climb on those and i'm pretty sure they were made either by a lost civilization or aliens well that's the only reasonable thing to. Point when you to. see them you will agree it is the most reasonable explanation yeah, for how i don't nature couldn't do that mm. what does nature what does nature know what's nature ever done never done anything for me flies that right that's now. what nature's done all this mm. flies and mm. and bloody bloody weeds i mean all i'm hearing from this trip was that it would have been a hell of a lot better if there was just some concrete paths and maybe an elevator here or there. a nice boardwalk maybe a nice running pool a nice boardwalk with a little kiosk yeah um but yeah so that was that was tiger snake canyon i would recommend it on a cooler day it's probably better <laughs> on a cooler day um but we had a blunder oh which um was that emma took a fall on the rope uh in a way that I didn't realise you could do. See, that's a shame. I, I liked Emma, so yeah. I'm sad that she won't be around anymore. Yeah, it is It is a shame, but I was like, mm. you know what, you win some, you lose some. She knew what she was getting herself into, yeah. so... But let's be honest, if a fall didn't get her, a tiger snake may have. <laughs> exactly. so... One of the tigers or one mm. of the snakes would have mm. nabbed her before or, the end. Maybe. Have, they, they look for the weakest in the pack and they'd have been yeah. straight in there. So. That's right. What's the point? So um, she took a tumble, as in, uh, she did she lose elevation? Did she, she did, did lose she elevation <laughs> quite rapidly uh, into some sand. water. Mm, it was okay. about a one meter slide, but um, how? This what? so we set up our repelling situation in an unusual way. What? It's not the way that anyone I encounter um, okay. tell, tells me to do it. And right. they say there's nothing wrong with the way we do it. Yeah. You just wouldn't... There's certain limitations, like you wouldn't be able to do a, a technical rescue or things like that. Oh, no, totally agree. So, yeah. 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 So, every time, I, every time I do it in front of anyone that isn't you or someone yeah. I've taught, they go, why are you doing it that way? I'm like, it's just the way I do it. And have, we have to have a whole conversation about it. Well, but, the, the reason we don't worry about the rescue part is because there's only two of us. And usually, <laughs> so, if, if you need rescuing, there's, there's no way we're rescuing each other, basically. Yeah, that's 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 one, that's one way of looking mm. at it. It's a very so utilitarian perspective on wrong, learning. Basically, don't um, screw up. So we have our prusik knot in our left hand above the harness, and then we're just holding the rope in our right hand, lowering ourselves down. And what I've always said is that you can't fall because you've got the prusik knot there as a safety. Yeah, it locks so up. if you yeah. let go of everything, you have a seizure, you get knocked on the head, that's going to stop you from falling. However... What you can, or the point, the, the thing we say there is you can't fall if you let go of everything. But what if you don't let go of everything? <laughs> oh what if the no. right hand comes around too far forwards yeah. so that the rope starts to slide, slide. through your ATC device yeah. and, was and it, you, yeah. in your moment of, uh, I don't want to say panic, in your moment of feeling the need to rapidly respond to a developing situation, attempt to stop yourself from falling by uh, gripping the rope with your left hand squeezing the knot. which has the prusik knot inside your hand mm. so then the rope is swizzing through the atc and you are keeping your prusik knot loose then you will fall yeah until you let go of the prusik and so that's what we think must have happened is that because wow. you just went Vroom! about a meter down and had a sit down in the water that would be scary 
Well, it, it wasn't scary at the moment because she was barely off the ground. She just got oh. wet, basically. But um, it, was, it was a good learning point for the 17-meter abseil a bit further on. Well, this I is a pretty... Saying, Remember what we learned from the last one? Oh, <laughs> Don't hold on yeah. to that. I'll be honest, this is a pretty damning episode for us. We need to... Yeah, are we blundering? Are we blundering a bit too hard? No, well, this is all this is about, Nathan. This is about us demonstrating how inept we are, mm. <laughs> so yeah. that people can learn from our mistakes. It's also like it, this is the first uh, incident I've ever actually come across. In the, like, I've been using doing this stuff for a while. It's it surprised me quite. Uh, my my takeaway from it was just okay. That's something you need to include when yeah. you're teaching it to in, someone during it's the like, induction. So here's something else that can go just wrong. Just let go. Yeah. Don't grip that. Yeah. Because you can understand the psychology of it if you're not used to repelling. Yeah. And you just have a moment and you just grip the rope to stop you. You think hold onto a rope so I don't fall, but you're holding onto the wrong end. Well, it's a bit similar to you know when you're climbing. Number one rule is you know if you hear something falling above you when you're abseiling down, you know don't look up because yeah. then you look up and get a face full of rock. Mm. Whereas if you don't tell someone that, the most obvious thing they're going to do when you say, look out, is they're going to look up. Yeah. So that's just a thing you need to cover off. That's like, do the opposite of what you're meant yeah. to normally do. Yeah. I like those bits where you're trying to, you have to sort of anticipate human psychology and human yeah. reflex and work against it. Mm. And yeah. And with repelling, it's getting people, getting people to use the equipment, not their strength. You know, yeah, exactly. your strength yeah. isn't stopping you from falling. It's the yeah. angle of the rope, and That's it's right. the equi- it's the gear you're using. Use the mechanism, and, yeah. not your biceps, to stop yourself the, from falling. The rescue thing is a very valid point, though, and it's something I've thought about a little bit. Yeah. Um, but without more people or setting up a second line, I think it's difficult to get around the fact that yeah. we we might need to rescue each other and we can rescue each other and there's the exaggeration before but what it would rely on is us needing being able to lift each other's weight mm-hmm. to do that rescue safely to get the weight off that knot if it locked up yeah and we like we haven't practiced that no so what haven't. i'm saying is i would like to practice you and i <laughs> coming together quite closely in a confined space in a confined space with some ropes. probably with some ropes um, and just wearing harnesses and just working some stuff out just practicing getting some stuff out of our system yeah um i mean that or we could just learn the other way Other to ways. do it so the prosic <laughs> is below the yeah. device. so then you can yeah. just because then you just go up and pull the prosic knot down and the person yeah. descends what well, yeah yeah that's right i remember being shown we've got to be better nathan agreed so okay so emma got a fall um, mm-hmm. Did she recover well from like the scare yeah, of was, that? That was all okay. Yeah, yeah. She just, um, I think the adrenaline then was so great. She just started laughing, <laughs> and then, it, <laughs> yeah. So and and then the challenge of getting out was um, all the spiders. So then we have to <laughs> we have to squeeze through all these narrow spaces and the tiger spiders. The, the tiger, yeah. Got to look out for the tiger. The the jaguar spiders then um, came around <laughs> and at one point. I asked Emma to come back and just grab the rope for me and she was walking, and then just starts screaming and runs back to where she was <laughs> and there's a spider sort of at face height and so then I had to walk through the bit where she just was yeah. and it's one of those things where it'd probably be fine but you just don't want to be in a space where you can't move and have a big spider sort of run at you at face height in the dark yeah so wow so it was getting dark 
Well, no, it was dark at the bottom of the oh, canyon. Okay, right, yeah. It was still. It was like yeah. three in the afternoon, mm. but it was. Re- we put head torches on at one point because mm. you couldn't see shit. That's New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Daylight savings. Daylight savings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they get all the daylight in the yeah. low places and they save that. Bring that yeah. up. So leave. Don't need any yeah. light down there. It's for the farmers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Have a, have a sunlight drive. How'd you go with food? Did you? Food was fine. That was all estimated well. Yeah, yeah, that was fine. I just had a very, very thirsty walk out. <laughs> and then we could tell I was getting thirsty because I stopped talking at one point and just started walking very fast. Yeah. And it was horrible because I, I didn't even leave water at the car, which is something I normally do. <laughs> and I knew it was a half hour drive oh, out man. of there. I knew yeah. even when we got to the car, it was at least 30 There's minutes. So I'm hammering along this um, potholed four-wheel drive track in the two-wheel drive just desperately trying to get to a servo to get some water i've done lots of adventures nathan i'm very experienced i'm very experienced (laughs) so i have to ask um we are co-partners in a new gadget which we've all gone sharesies in in that uh we all went part in an epirt do you have to say co-partners? Co-partners? Partners. Mm, just Partners? Co-partners? You could say we've, co- we've, we've co- co- co-invested? Co-invested. We're, we're entrepreneurs in a way. <laughs> we've invested. In the business of safety. Invested in the future of safety. Uh, so, uh, you, 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 we, we, for the first time, we've, well, we've carried them before. We've always had to borrow them. But um, I guess this time you actually had an EPIRB on you. So I did. An emergency beacon that yeah. basically said, hit a button and you're out of there. A person, well, hopefully, at uh, some point in the next seventy-two hours, <laughs> someone yeah, will whether try it works in the bottom of a canyon. Probably wouldn't know. work in the bottom of a canyon. Um, <laughs> I have to get out of actually, there. Actually, actually, if there's a bushfire, it's unlikely. A if there's a bushfire, you're on your bloody own, mate, until that and dies down. If it was a snake bite, it'd be too late. Yeah. But you know, for every other kind of scenario, for that, you know, yeah, for the for that for the thin band of the scenarios in which it's relevant, you hit a button. And theoretically, mm. the probably the Westpac helicopter, um, they're the only ones we've got yeah. in Australia, I think, um, would fly over mm. and a person would come down and carry you to the nearest hospital. Yeah, a fireman um, comes down and they just put you over their yeah. shoulder mm. and then they do, then they climb back up the ladder with you on their shoulder back into the helicopter. Yeah. And then they just pull that ladder up and then yeah. away they go. So Everything's going to be okay, man. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So the question I have is, did that add any mental reassurance at all? Did that help knowing you had that? Not really. Well, I wasn't particularly worried about our safety on the things we chose to do. And all I could think was, God, I hope we don't have to use that because that would be really embarrassing and awkward and horrible. It normally hits the news. Yeah, we'll be on the news. Yeah. And as I think we've said before in this podcast, rule number one, don't end up on the news. Mm. Yeah. For any reason... Good or bad, nothing good comes of it. Yeah, that's fair. Now that, don't get involved in that media R- circus. Rule number two, safety first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Rule number three, check your gear. Always check your gear. Check your gear first. Yeah. Check your gear that's, first. That's rule three. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was Blue Mounds, did some rock Second. climbing. Yeah. That was fun. Cool. Also very hot. Uh, the Insta we, game was strong, I have to say. Sitting back, yeah, uh, well, in the heat, watching this happen <clears throat> was quite. An got some, yeah, got some, pre- got some pretty good photos out of it. Um, 
I'll, I'll just we've been talking for a long time now but let's go briefly Kosciuszko National Park the walk to the summit of Kosciuszko from the top of the chairlift yeah it's quite nice yeah it's very very easy yeah. there's lots of little babies doing it yeah right <laughs> lots of elderly people sort of <laughs> Large, large groups of elderly Chinese tourists sort of traipsing <laughs> up and down. So you know, you you don't feel like a big strong man, Nathan, is what I'm saying. But you no. you know, it's um, it's it's quite nice. Um, and uh, it was it was at least cool up there. When you got to yeah, the summit sure. of Australia, there was at least a cool Some, breeze. Not in the cool afternoon; breeze. it got hot then. Mm. But in the morning, it wasn't too bad. And we um, did a hike. We we hiked from the top of the chairlift up the top of Kosciuszko, which takes a few hours, and then we went a bit further on and did another, sort of did the next summit along. Wow, that was which, um, Yeah, which was quite fun. We went off off track for a little while, which uh, was partly intentional, partly not. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful. The next day we did the hike out to Blue Lake, um, which was cool to see because the last time I was there was for um, a course with the Australian School of Mountaineering couple of years yeah, ago yeah i remember this and we yep. went out there to go ice climbing sure next to blue lake and it was uh, and you would just walk right over the right over the middle of the lake <laughs> so it was really cool to see it in summer and winter that's kind of why we went there and but then the hike we did the rest of that day was better than mount kosciusko itself in a lot of ways because there were much more interesting sort of engaging rugged mountain range views yeah. on that hike than on mount kosciusko mount kosciusko is sort of a rather nondescript mound okay. amongst other sort of hazy mounds uh, and yeah. so it's not much to look at and when you get to the top of it it's not like australia drops away around you and you can see for a thousand yeah, kilometers yeah. it's just other similar mounds and there's no jagged right. edges or big drop-offs or anything so, so it's, it's, it's it's no mount barney it's no it's, it's like no it's no mount, yeah. mount barney and you can tell because there's <laughs> about 40 other people having lunch around you mm, as well yeah um and the other thing they don't they won't put in the brochures is flies so the <laughs> yeah. fly saga continued for the whole yeah. bloody trip i i it haven't was, i haven't seen flies mentioned in any tourism australia ads it was really out of control yeah it was on the walk down from kosciusko and i don't know why we had such a problem i looked at some other people they didn't have as many flies on them well so i don't mm, know what that means a bit of introspective reflection needs to happen yeah. perhaps I like to I like to think you know well I don't like to think there's too much that marks me out from the others in terms of personal hygiene but I could look down on my shoulder and could count twenty flies. What colour was your shirt? It was dark grey, Nathan. I don't know. There would have been yep. other people wearing yep. dark colours. See, they they flies are attracted to dark colours. Well, what Top about the, the dark colours on the whole mountain range? They've got a whole world of dark colours out there. Yeah, but they don't smell. Why do they? Yeah. So you know, mix the two. What That's do you probably expect, it. man? That's probably it. What do you expect? Just being honest. So just being honest. <laughs> it's one of those weird things where it's like I know there's a thousand flies on my bag, <laughs> but none yeah. of them are. Re- they're not flying in my eyes and they're not in my face. Yeah. So I guess I'll just walk along like normal, like I'm yeah. not covered in flies. Mm. Um. I guess this is fine and still enjoyable. So that that was a little bit weird. We were at home the other night. Oh yeah, and cool I, was ta- I was talking to Libby. She yeah. was on the couch. I was just by the by the kitchen. Uh-huh. This fl- kitchen here. Yeah, this right here where we're sitting. Wow. Um, cool. Fly buzzing around. I caught that fly with my bare hands. You caught. I caught the fly in midair. I karate kid 
caught that fly. Libby didn't even pause the conversation. Well, that's disrespectful. I thought so. That... And I, w- I paused for applause. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Standing ovation. Yeah. If you catch a fly... When, when the fly thinks it's safe. <laughs> that's right. Because the fly thinks yep. the only time they ever get me is when I land. As long as I'm up here, there's no way. No, you, did, fly. you did full uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I imagine. He does that. Okay. Have you considered so, <laughs> whether you are a Spider-Man, Nathan? Well, uh... Um, have you tested it out? I, I imagine certain things would have developed by now. Being spiderweb wrists and... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd probably be better at climbing, wouldn't maybe you? Maybe more energy. Yeah, the climbing thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate test, isn't it? And I wouldn't be just <laughs> more, tired more all the goddamn time. Yeah, Spider-Man, he's... he's he looks energetic. He's sprightly yeah. young. He's got some sprightly. He's a sprightly young man. Mm, mm. He's younger than us, though, Nathan. <laughs> we're pretty old. We're pretty old. Coming up to thirty, Sam. We're old. We're older than. Yeah. If, we make, than, if we make if it, if we make it, if we even like bloody we make it, we're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's very well. Well done, yeah. Nathan. Yeah. Thank you. Good that's for you. My highlight. I was killing flies. This is. When did this podcast turn into this? I was killing <laughs> this flies. This is adventure, Sam. We get lots of flies in our house, and I was killing them with a tea towel the other night. Killed two oh, at that's once. That's pretty smart. Two at once. Boom. So, and was, was sorry to impressed? sorry to flex on you like that, but mildly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, n- no, no applause or anything. There was acknowledgement, mm. but I don't. She doesn't want me to get too big for my britches. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean. Um. So, coming back to yeah Instagram. Yeah, the Instagram, which is a very big part of the outdoor uh, community I guess oh, you could yeah, say yeah well, you know yeah it's the carrot yeah there's mm. it's become so dominant I think amongst certain communities of people who do any kinds of outdoor activity yeah that because it lends itself to it so well because it's structured around yeah. images and images are you know one of the best ways to capture these kinds of experiences that it is also therefore also vulnerable to a kind of perverse reverse engineering of experiences <laughs> where yeah. people are doing it for the gram and yeah. so the reason people are going into these places and doing these things is to get the instagram photo and then you know and then it's like mission accomplished and that's being prioritized above the experience of the moment, you know, yeah. the, the Walter Mitty dilemma, I guess sure. you could call this. I've noticed sometimes now, if you're on, if you're on some sort of a tour, I think this came up a couple of times when we were in Spain. That if there's a guide or something, they don't talk about a place to take a good photo. They talk about a place to get a good Instagram. Ah, I've no experienced this. Like Instagram just means photo just now. Means photo. Like yeah. there's no just photos that mm. go in a photo album or in a folder, and that's just for you. Like, well, obviously you all want photos, so you can subtly brag about to yourself. Do the social media so stuff. Yeah. the best place to take an Instagram photo is over here. Yeah, so right. it's a little bit weird, and I enjoy taking photos, and I enjoy putting mm. them on on Instagram, and I'm not immune to the dopamine hit of people liking that photo. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm totally on board with you doing this, because mm. all the best photos of me are in your <laughs> Instagram photos, <laughs> to be honest. They're hands down the best. One day, I will pass from this earth, yeah. and there will be a triumphant remembrance of me, yeah. attended by you, Mum, Libby and Emma, probably. And it will uh, be me... Giving a eulogy, giving standing a next to a picture of you, I that took. you took. That's exactly exactly <laughs> right. 
Um, you and just I'll have just, to pick the best one. And I'll just give and I'll just give a long speech, sort of subtly trying to take credit for anything that people think you achieved. Yeah, and y- you can even talk for the eulogy just about how you took that photo of me that time. Yeah, that would be the eulogy. <laughs> you know, mm. looking at this photo that I selected for today it reminds me of all the effort I put into and well skill and talent that was required in order to <laughs> make um, the man we all remember yeah. um, look this good. I mean, it really... I mean, I'm not going to lie, a lot of trial and error. Lots of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's some photos I could show you that <laughs> even worse than you remember. Even... But, um, no, it was... Um, it was... It was it's, it's rewarding, I have to say, to be up here and try, try to salvage <laughs> the image of a man who, you know... I'm, I'm sure had some redeeming qualities, yeah. even if he didn't show them externally to us. Mm. Some people have a rich internal life, um, and may, may, maybe he did. Who's to who's to know? Who's to know? Not us, because he's dead now, yeah. because of the terrible climbing <laughs> accident, which you can hear about on the final yeah. episode of the Blunderness. <laughs> that's how I see that going down. Yeah, but, I think I think that's in the ballpark. Yeah, but now Instagram. I developed a more acute awareness on this trip, and I don't know if I really have. I don't know if it's really manifested in any behavior change yet, but I think we need to be making more explicit attempt to be honest about the ways in which our social media representations aren't accurate representations of our lives. Sure, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I've always viewed my Instagram as, look, this is just the highlight reel of my life. absolutely. This is not what I do day to day. This is just some of the best bits and things I really enjoyed. Sure. Um, I guess I I come at it from a little bit of a different uh, purpose in in photos. I I, I don't keep a strong Instagram, but I've, I've said numerous times I probably should, but I do take a lot of photos. Why do you think you should? Uh... I think uh, I probably don't communicate to people who do care about what I do out, out and about in the world adventuring enough. So I, I spend a lot of weekends on adventures with yourself, for example, you know, and you'll later talk to like mum, you know, mm. and you turn into immediately a 15 year old again. So mum mm. calls Sunday night after this adventure, you know, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just leave, just shut up, mum. <laughs> You know, because immediately, you know, what did you learn today? And you know, oh, I hope it was safe. Well, no, it wasn't safe. Obviously, oh, yes. Oh, obviously, this is such we a nearly thing. died. Oh, I keep. And you know, Mum's so dramatic. If you tell her about the adventures, it'll be yes. Ah, oh, well, you know, I was nervous all weekend. I kept watching the news. Hmm. I don't know if the Cairns Post is going to publish what <laughs> I'm doing in Brisbane at any point in time. I had that exact same thing oh, over Christmas. Well, I, I just went for a hike. It was, and it's nothing. It's nothing at all. Yeah. But I didn't tell anyone I was yeah. going. And I was like, it's about four kilometers long, Mum. I think, I think I'll yeah. be all right. And it just triggers all this juvenile yeah. thinking that you just, you just snap into the ways you used to think 15 years ago because you're just around yeah. those people. Because they think you're the same. They, that's right. I've made this promise to myself. If I have children, yeah. I'm going to treat them I'm gonna <laughs> as they are, as they get older. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I used to know you when you were a child, but now you're not a child. Yep. Maybe that's really, really difficult yeah, to do, and I will yeah. discover that. We will but find out. I have at least made a commitment to try to do that. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. A little bit of it is knowing that. Look, one day 
I do want kids to look back and know that prior to their existence, you know, really weighing down mm. our world, uh, mm. there was an adventurous part, and and I hope that rubs off on them somewhat. You to, want them to, to know you were a baller. World. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't done that. But I do take a lot of photos, and I do that purely and simply because if I don't do that, I forget the hell out of every adventure we've ever had. <laughs> like, I, I often... Um, uh, when you mentioned, like, hey, remember that time we did that thing? Yep, give me a minute. And I'll, I'll have to go back and, like, just check the photos. And as soon as I see an image, I'm like, yep, bam, I'm back in the moment. I I'll just go to the tape. Did. So for me, it's, it's more a personal catalogue of just recalling the memories later mm. on from a particular adventure we had. Yeah. I think a part of it is when we do go off exploring, it's just such an intense day yeah. that I'm so exhausted when I get home. I think, like, it's all just a blur of outside being hot and mm. tired and trying to get through things safely and it's yeah. a buzz and it's fun you get back home and go right well now how do i pull out the the micro moments that happened mm. it's difficult when you put in the context of a big day yeah. whereas photos for me capture those micro details that you can then later reflect on mm. if that makes sense yeah i find <clears throat> when you get into the habit of taking photos it that's the way you can start to look at the day like I find I'm looking for moments that will capture something about it that I will want to look mm. back on afterwards yeah. one of the ways in which because you know it's easy for us all to sort of lie about ourselves on something like Instagram and mm. so I have set some sort of rules around the way I use it so I don't I don't want to put up a photo if it's a lie <laughs> You know what I mean? If it's not, yeah. if it's a misrepresentation of what happened, sure. if something looks more fun than it was in the photo, then I don't yeah. want to put it up. So, yeah. you know, people like get into a pose and like act happy and like click, okay, post that. Meanwhile, it was a shitty day. Yeah. So I try it. So I, I, I need, I want the photo to actually capture something about what it was like. So that, that's sort of what I'm looking for. If it's a photo I'm going to share. I look at it and I go, yeah, that's what it was like. Something in that photo for me is, yeah, that's what it was yeah. like there on that day. This yeah. is, this is, this is um, genuine. Even if, even if it was only like that at that moment, maybe it was preceded and followed by two hours of shitty walking. Sure. But that photo of that yeah. moment, no, that is how it felt then. It was. I didn't also feel shitty then. I felt good in that moment. Yeah, I think that's um, on, that's that's honest. Yeah. I mean, because you're not telling the whole story. I mean, no. Different media tells the whole story. Photos yeah. are just a moment in time. Yeah. And then I try and moderate that a bit with the caption I put around it as well. Mm. So if the photo looks <laughs> really good, yeah. with this trip I was trying to be, I was trying to s sort of say, yeah, this, this photo looks fun. That was fun. There were a shitload of flies and you know, yeah. this well, sucked and this sucked. And so there were these good bits, but there was lots of suffering around it. So I'm at least sort of trying to be open and honest about that. And then the only other thing, Emma and I have this kind of shared rule of like of trying not to pose things too much. You know the ultimate sort of Insta boyfriend, Insta girlfriends, yeah, where yeah. They go, up on a rock, put your arm like this, turn around to the left a little bit. Yeah, we ha we sort of we would do that a little bit, but we have a sort of unwritten rule of when you've gone too far. Right. So you might say, "Oh, stop where you are. That looks good." <laughs> Click. That's a good photo. Yeah. Or but it's. A, it's better to not have to say that at all so if I can yeah. anticipate she's about to walk somewhere that would look like a good photo I'll try and take it without yeah. saying anything Well, that's, and so you're trying to minimise yeah. that that fakeness at least that's part of it isn't it it's, it's almost as, the, the best photos are just 
in the moment uh, candid kind of just off the mm. you know the other person doesn't even know they're happening that's when you catch the most the, the realest photo yeah so you almost need to each be you know your secret paparazzi and then swap at the end of the day mm. really. which is what I've tried to do on our trips a little bit yeah and then, and then share that but yeah because I think the real risk is everyone just feels like everyone else's life is better than theirs yeah and I can use I use Instagram is probably the app social media app I use the most I don't use the other ones at all and I think the reason it's risen to prominence is because it's had a it, I use it in a pos, in certain positive ways like getting inspiration and learning sometimes from different like climbing um, profiles yeah, and things sure. and direct direct inspiration like I see places on Instagram and I think, oh, that looks cool. Let's go there. And then yeah. we do go there and we have a good time. And I literally just learned about it from looking at stuff on Instagram. Um, but when it becomes a kind of a mindless thing and you're just doing the mindless scroll. Yeah. And I think people will do that more often. Or I'll do it more often when you're feeling a bit down and, you, and you're, just, you're not really thinking about it. Then you're just presented with this endless yeah. stream of people having a good time. Um, that's that's when it can feed into these kinds of depression and anxiety and when and so then for me coming off this trip where there were some episodes of sort of depression and anxiety about about the trip and about making it good and things that made getting out for the days of adventure psychologically challenging even though they weren't particularly technically challenging although they were in some ways it made it made it i was more conscious of not just putting up a stream of happy clappy photos and just joining the ranks of people pretending they're happier than they are yeah yeah i hear i mean we had a great time in lots of ways but like every trip i think that's part of what i'm trying to do with this podcast is acknowledge those bits of it where acknowledge the the lows that that inherently come yeah the lows and the and the challenges and well it's hard none of this is easy you know there were lots of hard stuff even just getting there Mm. to do it and you can't just manufacture that on Mm. a whim it's just you can't get one without the other Mm. you know um so i guess the question like particularly the instagram one is you know to to be the most honest call it insta album um to be candid about that does it does it mean showing the low moments as well or can you still kind of segregate that and not show it and make the same point or do you need to pull those in do you need to pull the flies in do you need to pull the it will be good to show it yeah but i want to show it in an aesthetically pleasing way you know i would like to get a good photo of some of a part of it that was unenjoyable you also don't want people i didn't get that to think that you know look at my suffering and how impressive I am yeah. surviving the suffering. Because you then know? you're back where you started. Woe is me. Yeah. Woe is me. Yeah. I, yeah, and you don't want to be doing a sort of subtle reverse brag of, look, yeah. how, look how hard I worked. Yeah. You know? I, oh, I, you know, I went through so much, but you know, that's because I'm tough and outdoorsy. Yeah. You, know. you know? There's high horses in every direction. <laughs> that's so, balance, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe something we should try and address on the on the gram a bit more in the future mm. yeah, but one of those grams from this trip is our new podcast thumbnail photo. yeah boom. so 
We've got that to thank Fantastic. for. That's Blue Lake in the background of the photo. So. Love it. And you can't see any of the flies in that picture. No, and, and that was back to basics. I just realized one day we're the only podcast thumbnail without a title in it. <laughs> so Yet another blunder. Fix that. We're getting better. We're getting yeah, better all the time, fun. Nathan. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's probably all we have to yeah, say good. about that trip. Um, well, thanks for, thanks for the update. That sounds fun. I'm sad I wasn't there. Next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Claustral Canyon, man. Yeah. Blue Mountains, Claustral um, Canyon. We're I, doing had, it. I had a very different type of adventure, but I think we'll save that for a, a different time. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot still to talk Come about. On. I want to do an episode talking about the paragliding course I did. <laughs> Funnily enough, uh, how long ago was that? Sam? The title of the podcast is mm. going to be "Why Sam Doesn't yeah. Paraglide." Yeah. Oh no, why doesn't Sam paraglide? Because then that's got more sort of mystery to it. Uh, yeah. I'm still waiting for a promised trip. Where we hike to the top of a hill and paraglide off that baby I'm, back to our car. I'm waiting for it as well. I've got, I got my license. It's a whole story. It's a whole yeah, episode. We're we'll gonna do that. that. We've got a lot of other stuff to talk about. But um, okay. Well, that probably wraps That's it up for today. Right. Cool. Well done. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Um, oh, last thing we we're gonna do. Yeah. Any adventure recommendations? Oh, adventure recommendation. Yep. Okay. Uh, top of my list is... Or adventure media recommendations, um, I should say. I want to give a shout out to uh, something I've stumbled upon uh, just through friends. Is uh, an adventure blogger. Oh, yeah. Uh, her name is Caro. Her, her, her brand C-A-R-O. is... C-A-R-O. C-A-R-O. Um, lots of fresh air. Uh, what Caro does is she's an adventurer. She's right mm-hmm. down, uh, you know, what we're talking about. She's out there doing things hell of a lot more competently than we are just by the way and she's cool. obviously at the stage where she's blogging actual real tips that you can ah, read right. um, but really her theme isn't <laughs> not to like don't put weight on your belt loops yeah that's the yeah. level we're at so, yeah, so you're welcome where, where's she based out of Nathan? Uh, I look I, I actually don't know I think she's obviously she does a lot of hiking all around the place oh, she, oh she's so. international yeah yeah wow. I think so um, jet setter jet setter uh, gives a lot of tips around particular hikes she's done, gives equipment recommendations, mm-hmm. uh, films videos like showing the basics. Like a good one I actually watched was, you know, how to make sure your your hiking pack's correctly balanced on your back. Something I've Ooh, always assumed good. I just knew, but actually, a, a, you know, a four-minute video proved that wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, I really recommend it. Um, she's just out there having adventures, sharing as much as she can. And a big wow. thing she's promoting is, similar to us, you don't have to be bare grills to have adventures. You just mm. have to go and have them yeah. and do them. Have some basic level of yeah. competence so, and make good decisions. Cara, lots of fresh air. L-O-T-S. Fresh air. Check that out. Google it. L- She's got L-O-T-S-A. A, yeah. Lots of fresh air. Got a blog. Cool. Subscribe. Cool. Sounds good. How about you? What do well, you I've discovered a new podcast recently. Obviously, we did this big trip down south that I was just talking about lots of driving so a lot of podcast listening yeah and um, I pulled this up because I'm pretty sure Emma would be into it it's called She Explores She Explores and it's a lady adventure podcast for Ah, ladies and it's um, basically got a focus on um, well it's it's got an emphasis on women in the outdoors so each each episode they're interviewing um, a woman with different experiences as either an outdoor professional or has done some sort of large outdoor um, experience yep. and um, it's got a focus on women's experiences and it's got a sort of feminist perspective on a few things as well but 
as a certified man yeah. with the documentation to prove it, sure. I really enjoyed listening to it as well because yeah. a bunch of the episodes are just yeah. someone who's had an adventure and um, it was a really cool and interesting story. Check um, that out. The first one we listened to actually was uh, very, very blunt and eerie and it was just okay. a, a woman telling a story <laughs> about her and her climbing partner doing, I think, Mount Baker, I think in Montana, right. and how they got lost. <laughs> so on their way down from the summer, they got lost and they had yeah. to contact Mountain Patrol and how they did that. And really interesting, really interesting part of it was how they decided, um, how they decided to call for help and when, okay. when to make that call. Sure, because they're not injured. Yeah. they've got food and water, but it's night time and they can't find their tent. That's a tough call to make. Um, and you know you're interrupting someone's night. Yeah, um, and she said, and she said she just did it, um, but the guy, a friend of hers, was a little bit annoyed with her for doing it so early, uh, and yeah, okay. the potential role and the role of sort of you know men don't ask for directions, so the potential <laughs> role of gender in that decision. Yeah, right. Really interesting conversation. So she explores is the name of the podcast. They're on Instagram as well, and I'd recommend checking them out. Cool, I'll check that out. All right, women. Well, Happy adventures. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you've enjoyed this, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at The Blundineers. Yep. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, please do. Genuinely, or some feedback would actually be any kind appreciated. Of, any kind of, even just, you know, terribly negative feedback would be... Um, yeah. Even things like, you know, would this podcast be maybe a little bit better just with me? Well, uh, you know, just cutting it down a bit. Well, um, I mean, I, f- I feel like you're sort of leading them down the path of certain kinds of feedback. Now. Well, no, I don't, no, no. I don't want you to muddy the free. process. I'm not putting words in their mouth. I like, feel like, I've, for example, I feel like. Um, well, are you going to say words? In, no. Okay. I don't right. use words. Okay. You know, well, then don't, don't just whatever they want to say. Just let them mm. say it, Nathan. Okay. Mm. Just let them fill out. Just let them say what they like most mm-hmm. about me and my style mm-hmm. and just let them and just you know and there's no limit on adjectives you know if you you know if you feel like you've you know said too many positive things don't worry about saying more because you know it's free text the review is free text so just just go for it um i would yeah well, that's all we need to say yeah i think we, i'll just quickly check um any kind of We've, we've, we've thanked our sponsors. Yeah, we'd like um, to thank uh, K2, one of the major sponsors <laughs> of this podcast, and uh, the whatever brand it was that made Nathan's Harness. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to those guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> their, their slogan is steadily improving. That's, what they, that's how they like to mark themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of feedback on this would be good, though, because... Yeah. Even if it's bad, because you know how people who are homeless say like the worst thing is everyone ignores them. Yeah. And so they would rather someone hurl abuse at them rather than just feel invisible. This is kind of like that. Uh. This well, is probably. Can't, well, let's let's debate. I feel maybe we. There's nothing If you want to give feedback on whether this is kind of like that, if we'll you also wanna, take that. If feedback. you want to give feedback on how insensitive you think my analogy was, then please get in touch, or they can email us. Yeah. The Blundineers at gmail.com <laughs> turns out Blundineers is a word that's not been used in any capacity <laughs> anywhere else so TM 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 um, and yeah that's about it for now yeah. isn't it? I think that's pretty good yeah
Oh, you can follow if you want to follow my Instagram. Check out yeah, the cool photos give, give from Blue Mountains. Uh, S underscore Brookfield, also S underscore Brookfield on Twitter as well. Cool. And um, oh, that's enough in it. I think we're done. Thanks, team. All right, good hustle. Bye. Bye.